0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Sunday, October 9th. If you're joining us live on YouTube, youtube.com/slash Pick Six. It is uh, Monday, October tenth. If you're listening to the podcast, and this is the early week six odds look ahead. Joining me as he does every Sunday evening at uh, the two minute warning ish or halftime ish of the Sunday night football game, John Breach to talk about the lines for next week. I have a feeling, Breach, that you'll. Keep it tight with your talking on this podcast because the Bengals are playing on Sunday Night Football.
1: What?
0: No, me? I would never do such a thing. Okay, maybe. Yes, good to see you. I like that line. Uh, we're going to start Thursday night stinker. Uh, Amazon may want to return this. The, the two weeks in a row, Amazon will return the package breach because it's Commanders at Bears, a pick 'em with an over under of 40. Yeah, this
1: one uh, is interesting, especially after what we had to deal with last Thursday with the Colts and the Broncos. You wouldn't think we could get a game that might end up being worse, but here we are. We have it. Um, This is really a hard game to make anything of because it does feel like last Thursday where we have two teams that have struggled on offense all year. They can't score points. They're two of the seven lowest scoring teams in the NFL. Uh, And, you know, so do you think they're going to magically turn things around on three days rest when they have to play Thursday? i probably not. Um, And this is a pick The Bears are playing at home, prime time. I think they're breaking out their orange helmets Thursday. They're just going to have that little, that jolt you need. So I think I'm leaning Bears here, but I do not love either of these teams or either pick I could make.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is like, this is one of those games where everyone's going to complain about it on Twitter. Um, We're going to say things like, you know, if there was a game where you wish you didn't watch football for a living, this would be it, stuff like that. Um, it may make it, it end up being entertaining just because Carson Wentz has been in some crazy games, and, and you know, Justin Fields could certainly um, – you know, what am I, I don't know what I'm lying about. It's not going to be entertaining. Uh, but I, I like the Bears a little bit too here. I don't think that this line will go flying. The, I mean, the you know, let's look real quick at the uh, Chicago weather. Ooh, for Thursday, it looks like it'll be – could be – Fairly wind. It eh, doesn't look like it's be too bad in the evening. Some like some wind. So that's that's worth keeping an eye out for though, because there's some rainstorms um, and like some some wind stuff that could come through the Chicago area. You know, check obviously closer to the game time. But if that forecast shifts at all, maybe you could see the total drop down. I mean, 40 is insanely low. But if this total was, you know, like I wouldn't flinch if this total was 35 and a half. Like I would, you know, like it, it, it could. It, it just it's just not going to be a ton of points uh, in this. Particular game. All right. Moving along. I wish we would keep talking about it.
1: You know, as much as I love talking about Commanders Bears on Thursday, I think we should move on. total uh, so total's already down to 39 and a half, by the way. So I can Ooh. see it too. If you like the under, you-, you need to jump on it now if you like the under. That is Brinson dipping out to go bet the under. Good for you, Will Brinson. Uh, Always getting in his bets early. Uh, The next game we're going to talk about is Patriots at Browns. This is a very interesting game because two teams coming off wholly different week fives where uh, the Browns lost an improbable game and the Patriots shut out the highest scoring team in the NFL. As if Bill Belichick wanted to just reassert himself and prove that he is still a defensive genius. Brenton, I was just mentioning uh, that New England – Shut out the highest scoring team in the NFL. Uh, And this game is in Cleveland. The Browns are favored by two and a half. Britton, I think this one's interesting because I feel like the Browns are the better team on paper. But I do feel like Belichick always wants to beat them. Yes. Uh, he has history with them. They He beat them 45 to 7 last year with Mac Jones as his starter. So he has faced the Kevin Stefanski Browns. Uh, and then you know, Belichick knows all about Jacoby Brissett. Brissett's rookie year was in England, it's a quarterback he knows well. And so, I feel like he could be pretty successful at designing game plan to slow down this defense. So, I think I like uh, the Patriots in
0: the plus two and a half. Yeah, I like the, I like the Pats in this spot too. Um, I I would guess that this this could get down to maybe a little bit closer to a like a pick 'em, I would think just because the Pats are catching the points. And I, I agree with you like that. The Belichick. Cleveland angle is is legitimate. Like he wants to, they, they fired him, you know, like he wants he he remembers that and uh, he will. Although Browns fans will
1: always yell at you that, uh, well, we moved to Baltimore that same summer. So it wasn't us, but, but yes,
0: definitely there is blood. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Uh, And I also think that Belichick looks at, you know, we talk about how he likes to break the season into quarters. I think that he understands how crucial the next uh, five weeks are for the Patriots Browns bears at home at Jets, Colts at home, Jets at home. Like, those are five winnable games. Patriots are in last place in the AFC East, and, you know, you start that you start that streak with the Lions, and then you come back and you, you know, go to Cleveland, playing a team that don't have Deshaun Watson. Um, I, I think this is a great spot for Belichick to, to steal another victory against, uh, you know, against a team that, like, I, I don't, I mean, Cleveland just doesn't do a whole lot for me, you know? Like, oh, I know, Brenson. I know. <laughs> oh, I'm aware, buddy. Uh, it looks like it could be, by the way, Rainy and cold in Cleveland with wind. What a shocker. Uh, and so, and by the way, if that weather actually picked up, that would be a big plus for the Patriots because I think they would be able to attack more easily uh, with their style of play. The Jets at the Packers. The Packers coming back from London where they lost to the Giants now get the other team from the Meadowlands and they are a seven and a half point favorite with a total that now sits at 44 and a half reach. Yeah, Brenton, I'm glad you mentioned they're coming back from London because this is
1: one of those weird games where the Packers chose not to take a post-London bye. They said, we're going to fly back uh, across six time zones, back to our home, and we're going to play on Sunday. and We don't care. And look, we saw the Packers as nine-point favorites uh, on, against the Giants in London, and they lost. The Giants didn't just cover. They pulled the upset. And so it's kind of hard to trust the Packers right now. And They're just not playing great football. On the flip side. Uh, You've had a Jets team over the past two weeks has looked better each week with Zach Wilson, and they've won both games. And and granted, you know, the Steelers are having their own quarterback problems. They got to face a third string quarterback in the Dolphins. That's not going to be the same as facing Aaron Rodgers. Uh, But if you're going to give me seven and a half points with this kind of revived Jets team, I think I'm going to take it. So I think I would
0: lean Jets here right now. Yeah, I think I would lean Jets as well. And, you know, one of the things I, I know that both teams won, in in weeks in week five, but um, the Vikings really struggled with the Bears. Like the Bears should have probably should have won that game. Um, they put up 22 points, looked like a competent offense. And then you saw the Saints. Uh, you know they were very much in a dogfight at home against the, the Seahawks, who scored 32. The Saints scored 39 themselves. And so I'm not. I, I just think it's I think it's worth noting that while you know that's a lot of that's both teams scored you know a lot of points. Like it, it was you you, you may be a little bit lethargic in terms of their defense. Is what I would right. be thinking when you and you talk about those are the two teams, of course, you played in London last week. So maybe have a look at the over for this one. Um, or potentially the 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 Jets. I like the Jets plus seven and a half. I would guess that that gets do you think it gets below a touchdown though?
1: Uh I don't because you kind of have the Aaron Rodgers coming off a loss and and kind of out for
0: blood. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't, I would want to bet the Packers at six and a half, I think. Yeah, I, I don't think I would either. All right, uh Jaguars at the Colts. Of course, the Jaguars, a horrific loss to the Texans. Uh, They are back on the road. They're on the road today, right? Yeah. Uh, They're back on the road in Indianapolis. Colts minus one and a half, over under 41 breach.
1: No, the, today, the Sunday Week 5 game was even more embarrassing because it was actually in Jacksonville. Oh, God, you're right. Uh, so that right. makes it even worse. Yeah, that's um. And, and here, you know, the last time these two teams played, yes, it was an ugly loss to Houston in Week 5 for Jacksonville. But the last time these two teams played, Jacksonville won 24 to nothing. There have only been two shutouts in the NFL through the entire season. That was one of them. And for me, not a lot has really changed. From that game, the Colts offense doesn't look any better. It's still struggling to score points. Jacksonville still looks like they're an up-and-coming team that's trying to figure out what they do well on offense. And so I was surprised. I mean, I know this is an indie, so it makes sense that they're favored, I guess. But uh, I just think Jacksonville is a better team right now.
0: And so I think I would roll with them. Yeah, I think maybe getting a little bit of value on Jacksonville just because they of how poorly they played on – um, on on Sunday, and I, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect that this line to go flying anywhere. You know, you saw the Colts like, yeah you know, they they wanted a field goal fest on Thursday. They got a little extra rest, but it should be a motivated Jacksonville team that's that's, that's played well and shut out. You know, Indy the last time they played. Um, I would guess if anything, this gets closer to a pick, and I could see that total dipping a little bit. No weather to deal with in Indy, obviously, but I wouldn't. I mean, I can't imagine how anybody expects to be see a lot of points in this matchup with the way that uh, these two teams have played recently. All right, let's take a break, and we come back, new rule order. Next. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family.
1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Panthers at the Rams. So we'll talk about this on the full podcast, but the, um, like Matt rule is like his seat is scorching hot right now. Uh, the Panthers are one of four they just lost in embarrassing fashion at home to the 49ers, just clearly like outclassed. And now they have to go to LA where they play the Rams and then they get the bucks the week after that. That feels to me like, if, if Matt Rule isn't fired on Monday, then we could see him fired uh, this coming week. I think the Rams played poorly against the Cowboys, but the Cowboys' defense is good. I'm a little concerned about the Panthers' defensive line getting to Matthew Stafford in this game, but I would tend to lean towards the Rams laying nine here because I would guess that it moves up and gets closer to double digits as, as as the week goes on, provided there's no injury information. Rams minus nine, over under 42.
1: Yeah, the Rams minus nine does scare me a little because they are only averaging nine and a half points in their past two games, Brenton. How can you cover a nine-point spread if you can't even score nine points? And so that part is a little worrisome, but this also feels like a get-right game for the Rams. I mean, you're talking about, uh, you look at Baker Mayfield, if you can rush the passer at all, Baker Mayfield is going to struggle. We saw what the 49ers did to him on Sunday. I think that Aaron Donald and that Rams defensive front can do the same thing. Uh, And yes, the uh, Rams offensive line has struggled this year, but this does feel like a game that the Rams know they have to get. They can't blow it. It's at home, and I think they win big. So I think I'm with you. Uh, that the Rams cover here, even though, man, them winning by double digits
0: is a little, I don't, I don't love it, but I think that's where I'm leaning. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think you could, I just wouldn't be surprised. Like the Panthers can just get manhandled. Like i like absolutely just, just like put in a corner and just told to sit down and be quiet. Like they can't yeah. do anything about it. Uh, if Matt rule gets fired, maybe it's like a dead counts, dead cat bounce back game uh, for this roster. But you know, that that's, we can deal with that cross that uh, bridge. When we get there, cardinals minus two and a half at the seahawks over under 50 and a half 50 and a half wow that's a big number um uh, i mean it's already up to 51 i would lean over in this one because the seahawks are like the biggest over team on the planet right now junior smith's playing great and uh it, you know we, they just score points and give up a ton
1: yeah i mean we saw the seahawks lions game a couple of weeks ago 48 to 45 we saw the game on sunday against the saints it was at 39 32 it got into the 70s uh the seahawks- have given up the most yards in the NFL this year. They've given up the second most points. And so pretty much any game they're involved in is going to turn into a shootout. I do think the Cardinals are a team that has enough offensive weapons to take advantage of the Seahawks' porous defense. And so, you know, this is in Seattle, so that makes me a little hesitant to grab the Cardinals here, but I just feel like Arizona... Uh, really, really needs a win this week. They're going to be desperate. They know they can score points on Seattle. So I think I like them in this spot to cover the two and a half.
0: I, I think it would, pro- I think the line will probably move towards Arizona. I'd be surprised if it slices, sli- slices. Sorry, somebody was texting me about pizza. If it slides <laughs> back to, um, to, uh, to Seattle, I, I do. Think the total, I, I swear somebody just texted me, about. It. I've never had a bad slice of pizza. Um, and, uh, and I, I, but I think the total will creep up a little bit. I mean, it can't, it can only go so high, but like the Seahawks just get involved in shootouts and uh, you know, Maybe I I think I like the over in that spot. The Bills minus two at the Chiefs, over under fifty-four. What a game on CBS. The over-under has actually ticked down to fifty-three and a half. Uh Bill's still favored by two though.
1: You know what, Brinson, for me, this just feels like a giant Bills revenge game. All they've been thinking about all offseason is that they were 13 seconds away from beating the Chiefs, 13 seconds away from getting the AFC title game. They revamped their roster to make sure things like that do not happen again. That's why they added Von Miller. So they actually have some pass rush. I feel like the Bills are going to be out for blood. We saw Buffalo trounce the Chiefs last season uh, in a similar situation. And, you know, the Chiefs are going to be coming off a Monday night game, short week. Uh, I just, I kind of love Buffalo in this
0: spot. I mean, I'm, I, 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 I got to think about this one, but I, my lean is towards the Chiefs getting points Woo-hoo. at home. But certainly you can make the case that Buffalo's, you know, still the best team in football. And that's, a, it's a good bet. Um, a total, I mean, I you wouldn't, can, can pay me to take the under in this game. Like that's <laughs> it's just be not very fun at all. I don't know that I would, you know, we saw it dip down a half a point. I think if anything, if you want to take the under, um, you know, this is a spot where it's probably like if you want to contrarian under it's probably going to come down a little bit uh you know it's in kansas city shouldn't i don't think that we've got a uh, issue with weather buffalo you're obviously much more concerned nope looks like it's gonna be pretty nice and crisp in kansas city on sunday big showdown nfc east Ooh. cowboys at the eagles for once and for like the first time in like I don't know how long. It's like a great, great Cowboys Eagles primetime game that I'm not going to complain about. Like, why'd you put this stupid NFC East team on there? NFC East team, by the way, what are they They have like the Eagles, boys is nine, like 13 wins between the top three teams in the NFC East? I mean, they just- have three
1: teams that have four wins or more. They are just the uh, fourth division since division realignment in 2002 wow. to go into finish week five with three teams having four wins
0: or more. That is wild. Um, Eagles minus five and a half. It's a big number breach. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I don't. And look, this is this this line will change if if Dak Prescott plays. I don't think he will play. I think they're going to try and keep riding Cooper Rush while he's like you don't you can't take a guy out when he just can't. He's not losing. You know, like he wins four in a row. Um, and you can push back the Dak timeline. So we'll see on that front. Um, I would guess the line comes down to like. I would love the I would love the Eagles if Dak comes back and the line comes down a little bit.
1: You know, Brinson, one thing we talked about last week was when the Rams-Cowboys line opened to the Rams' favor at seven and a half. We said, jump on the Cowboys right now because it's going to move. It moved down to four and a half. It didn't matter. If you grab the Cowboys, you won. They covered. They pulled the upset. They did everything. And that is how I feel about the Cowboys. As If Cooper rushes the quarterback, they just keep winning. They keep covering. They keep doing everything. And they win the same way every week. Their defense plays great. And their offense doesn't make really any mistakes and so that keeps them in every game and the cowboys have not given up over 20 points to any team this entire season they've played tom brady they've played both super bowl teams from last year have not given up 20 points so it's really kind of amazing when you think about it uh i think one thing to keep your eye on is micah parsons injured his groin a little bit in week five against the Rams. so if he's were to not play or if he's hampered a little bit massive that is a huge issue um, but look, if the Cowboys keep winning these low-scoring battles, I'm going to keep cover. Or I'm going to keep taking them with the points until they stop covering. So uh, I'm I'm rolling Cowboys here.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I'm I'm an Eagles guy. They're My Eagles, so I'm going to keep backing the Eagles, I guess. But five and a half is a lot of points, particularly for you know a Dallas defense. Like I don't know what Dallas is going to do on offense necessarily, but man, I mean, their defense is very very good. Again, Dan Quinn, we say it every week needs to get a head coaching job at some point this offseason. season. Wouldn't be surprised at all. Carolina could actually be a really interesting fit for Dan Quinn too, mm. if they end up firing Matt Rule. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'll I'm going to probably take the Eagles in on this one, but I'm not going to bet it. Like, don't bet it now. I think I would think it would come down. Um, and then, you know, obviously, you want to know what the Dak Prescott status is. A total is kind of sneaky. Like, I feel like they could slide under that total pretty easily on Sunday Night Football. But um, I'm not. I wouldn't. You know, again, like that's one. I think the Dak stuff really matters in this because it'll change how we perceive these teams. All right, that will do it for us. It's early early odds looking at them. We're going to get Breach back to his precious Bengals. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For Breach, I'm Brinson. We'll see you guys after the game.